compounding year on year on year of being sat at a desk, which most of my clients are, mm -hmm. they end up with muscle imbalance, mm -hmm. uh, you, well, many different types, but particularly from a breathing point of view, chest is tight, uh, neck muscles are tight, lat muscles are tight, uh, and all of these muscles, are, are, if they're too tight, the diaphragm doesn't function properly. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Find Your Calm. And today, we're going to touch on something a little different. We're going to talk about biomechanics. And today, I have Reese Hamer, who is a coach, a trainer, and expert in biomechanics. So, Reese, let's dive right in. Like, you know, tell us what is biomechanics um, and how the heck did you get involved in it? <laughs> Okay, so uh, I w I've been a personal trainer since uh, 1999, mm -hmm. um, and on my journey of educating myself, I, I came across a, an amazing physio in the UK um, who had created this uh, biomechanics, uh, if you like, uh, assessment system mm -hmm. that uh, is, is called intrinsic biomechanics. So we're looking at um, muscle imbalance, nerve tension, and uh, joint dysfunction. Okay. So the assessment process kind of guides me when I'm dealing with clients into what's going on with their body. Mm -hmm. And then from that, I can create a bespoke um, program for them to, to get pain-free or hopefully pain-free um, and certainly moving much better. And, uh, at, you know, usually they, they end up able to start exercising and doing the things they want to do. So would you say that, Something like this is typically more exclusive to athletes or just anyone. Uh, well, the this this system is absolutely open for anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've worked with athletes before, triathletes, uh, footballers, but most of my clients are just general public that are in pain, mm -hmm. um, and usually the pain comes from postural imbalance yeah. based on being sat down for eight to twelve hours of their day. Yep. Um, <laughs> Very, very few of my clients are in pain because of an injury. It's just usually imbalance in their body, um, which causes the pain. And so yes. my job is to find out where that's coming from. It's interesting because um, in the realm of Find Your Calm, of course, we, we go and we explore not just the scientific or the physical, but also the metaphysical. Yeah. And so when you're talking about pain, there is the, the physical region as well as the energetic region. Yeah. So um, how does, do, do you find that in your practice, the metaphysical comes into the area of biomechanics as well? In my head, it does. <laughs> In my head, it does for sure. But um, you know, this is a this is a new sort of topic, I guess, for most people. Yes. So maybe I'm thinking because uh, obviously, when I find a new client, um, I, I do a lot of uh, qu questioning, you know, about their background, where their pains come from, how long they've had it. Uh, but I'm also looking at the the you know the their lifestyle and mm -hmm. and maybe certain things that have gone on in their lifestyle right. that 
may have caused it. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't really talk about you that side be. of things because, <laughs> yeah. you know, they may not be, that may be oh, over, their, open. over their head. Yeah, yeah it may yeah, not yeah, be yeah. something that they're, they're tapped into at the moment. Yeah. But certainly, I'm very aware of that. Absolutely. Um, and certainly with a lot of my clients, they, there's, you know, very, you know, a lot of them aren't even breathing properly. So yes. we're, you know, we're, we're looking at basic stuff that, uh, but for sure there's other stuff going on. Yeah. So you just mentioned about not yeah. breathing properly. Let's, let's yeah. dive into that. What do you mean? So if you're, if you're stuck at a desk for eight to 12 hours, you're, no matter how hard you try, you're never going to be able to maintain good posture for the whole of that time. Correct. And compounding year on year on year of being sat at a desk, which most of my clients are, mm -hmm. they end up with muscle imbalance. Mm -hmm. uh, you, well, many different types, but particularly from a breathing point of view, chest is tight, uh, neck muscles are tight, lat muscles are tight. Uh, and all of these muscles, are, are if they're too tight, the diaphragm doesn't function properly. Mm -hmm. uh, and therefore, they're what we would call dysfunctionally breathing, which means that they're, they're only breathing from their chest. And not from they're not really breathing. They're not belly breathing. Right. Which means they're not getting much oxygen into their body. Mm -hmm. They're not getting much oxygen into their brain, so they're not functioning well at work. Right. You know, I mean, even brain fog and those sorts of things come from... One of the reasons is it's just not enough oxygen. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my clients, uh, part, part of what I do with them is teach them how to retrain and re-educate belly breathing once we've got rid of all the tension and the tightness that they're, they're holding from work. I think that's brilliant because yeah. typically when you think of breathing, yeah. you immediately go yoga yeah. or meditation. Yeah. But this is a different way of looking at it for those who are not on that, on that field. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, especially recently, I've, I've noticed that a lot of clients are, that they're stuck in work for a lot longer. <clears throat> they, they're under a lot of pressure with work. They, you, I can see the, the visual signs of stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And yoga's not everybody's thing. Right. Uh, and I also think, you know, even with yoga, there's a step before that where if you're going to go into yoga and you're going to, perform certain movements and postures and focus on your breathing you have to unlock these muscles anyway mm -hmm. you have to release all of the tension so you can actually get your diaphragm moving um, so this applies for anybody um, but I try and I try and get I try and teach my clients early so that it becomes a, a natural habit for them and yeah. they're you know because yeah, if you're going to exercise and you, you can't get oxygen in, you're not going to be able to perform anyway. Right. So this is kind of one of the first things we, we look at. We take it. Yeah. I really like the approach because um, it, in the realm of, of what we aim to explore, it is to help facilitate education yeah. for everyone across the board when it comes to ways to find your calm. Um, and when you think of, like you said, you know, breathing, there Yes, yoga, it, th those things tend to be very yeah. tied, but there there are steps before them. Yeah. Um, and the everyday tension that we feel, we've become, it's we've normalized. Yeah, we so, don't think there's anything wrong. We don't, yeah. right? So yeah. um, what, are, what are some of the typical things that you see 
that, that happens with people who consistently normalize that tension in their body? What are, what are some of the things like warning signs that like, okay, I need to go see someone about this. Um, well, like a lot of my clients don't, like we just said, don't realize there's anything wrong. Mm. So they've spent, uh, you know, whether it's sitting at a desk for 20 years in the same posture for that amount of time, yeah. they don't recognize that they're not breathing properly. Mm -hmm. And also when have we ever been taught how to breathe how properly? How to breathe properly, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's something that we should be learning when we're young anyway. Exactly. Um, so, so I, you know, depending on the the person in front of me, I I can quite often I can say to my clients, listen, you're you're not breathing properly. Let me let me explain, mm -hmm. and then we can correct that really early on. Yeah. And some people just I can I can see them when they're when they're moving and when they're performing exercises. They're actually once you've unlocked their tension, they can they can breathe naturally anyway. Yeah. But without that muscle release and that and that maybe some specific stretching, um, they, they can't perform a proper breathing yeah. technique, you know? So. so let's talk about women in particular, yep. right? Um, especially mothers more okay. so, because yep. once you go through childbirth, your physical being changes. Yep. And now more than ever, there's an alarming rate of women who are going through C-sections. Yes. Voluntarily and put, and often, uh, you know, mm -hmm. involuntarily. Yeah. That drastically changes your body, your fascia yep. muscles. And so there's so much miseducation yep. around that. Have you encountered, have had women um, that you've dealt with that you've really had to kind of restore? Yeah. I'm, I mean, obviously it's, it's a little bit more complicated in this part of the world. Yes. Because... You know, a lot of ladies are wanting female trainers, but from it, from the last twenty years of experience, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, if you even without a C-section, having a baby is a is a is a stress on the body, and and I personally don't think there's enough education post, you know, delivery yes. to 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 get ladies back on track quickly. Correct. And you have a small window of opportunity to to. You know, get your core strength back. Yes. Um, you know, um, testing to make sure your linear elbow is back in in the right position. That's not even done anymore. You know, mm. um, so there's a lot of things that I think could be done to get ladies back on track, so they're getting strong again. Yeah. They they they're feeling confident that they can get back into exercise. Um, but from experience, I mean. If you've had a C-section, you need it's definitely going to need some fascial massage right. after 12 weeks. If if you can cope with it, if it's not too painful, yeah. and there are then are then you you're looking at resetting your postural muscles. Correct. So we're looking at upper back strength. We're looking at core activation, which in itself is a, is a very complicated thing if you've never been taught before. Correct. Um, and then we're looking at getting good glute strength and making sure that the pelvis is in a neutral position, uh, which then offloads back pain. And, you know, it's really, it, I try and explain it like uh, building a house. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't build a house without the right foundations. Right. So the same when, you, when you're exercising, whether you've just had a baby or whether you haven't exercised for a while, do the basic fundamentals, get your core strength, get your glutes working, get your upper back posture right. Mm. Get your posture right first and then go from there. 
Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in the fitness world, in the in the fitness industry, most of the time it's quite intense exercise, and most of the exercises are actually just exacerbating postural issues that people have already got. <laughs> right, so it's a double whammy. Exactly. You go to you go to work and and get bad posture, and then you go to the gym and. You know, you see guys bench pressing all the time and doing lots of ab crunches and, and lots of work for their quads and nothing for their posterior muscle groups. So it's, 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 it comes down to re-education. Absolutely. It's all education. Yeah. Absolutely. And you, I think you just touched on a really important topic being that there is a difference in, mm. how, in what you do with traditional education from a fitness perspective yeah. versus biomechanics. Yeah. Right? Hearing this initially, you may think, oh, okay, it's just another form of fitness. Mm. Tell us some of those key differences between true biomechanics and what, you know, the random education that you get in the fitness world. Yeah, with the, so from a, from a personal perspective, uh, you know, most trainers should be able to coach fundamental movements. Mm-hmm. But if that person is not able to do those fundamental movements from the start, because they've got imbalances, um, and then you you try and overload them with some weights or or make the exercise harder. Mm-hmm. They haven't they've not learnt the basics. And and the problem with we, we have an issue in the industry where trainers obviously want to progress their clients quickly, mm-hmm. and their clients' expectations are to get quick results. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, there's almost like it's like when you do a martial art. You don't go straight in and, <laughs> and get your black belt. Right. You go through gradings and you have, to, you have to be assessed. You have to pass a certain test. Right. And if you haven't passed, you don't move up. Mm-hmm. And perhaps, uh, certainly from when I coach clients, I'm testing them all the time. Mm-hmm. If they can't squat properly, we'll get them to squat properly. Mm-hmm. Once they're squatting properly and they can do say 50 repetitions of a good squat without fatiguing, then I'm going to think about adding some weight. So really it's all about fu- basics, fundamentals first, yeah. getting hu- natural human movement patterns down to a fine T first, mm-hmm. and then adding on the intensity to get the end result. Uh, but you, most people get injured far too quickly when they get into the fitness world because... Yeah. They haven't learned the fundamentals. And it, I, I don't know who's, I wouldn't like to say who's to blame, but it's not really anyone's fault. It's managing people's expectations. Yes. Yeah. I think, um, <clears throat> I know for me personally, when I, I was highly uneducated when I was beginning to work out post-pregnancy and not comprehending why my body wasn't doing what I needed to do, but then later on having issues with perimenopause mm. and other, other things and realizing that, Certain exercises exasperate your hormone and they disrupt that. Yep. Can you touch on that a little bit? Uh, well, look, exercise is a is a, such a small slice of the pie mm-hmm. when it comes to well being. Yes. If you want to break it into to, to basics, we've got movement, which we should all be doing. Right. We've got walking, for example. We've got play, which none of us do really anymore. Yes. Uh, although I was playing, you know, I was out with my son this weekend playing football with him, a bit of coaching. But generally, most people don't get to play anymore because they're wrapped up in, in work. work yep. 
adulting, <clears throat> as we say. <laughs> right? And then you've got movements that are going to, uh, then you've got exercise that are going to cause hormonal uh, adaption, adaptations in the body. Mm -hmm. That's really what lifting weight mm -hmm. or doing some high-intensity cardio is all about. Mm -hmm. It's either trying to release growth hormone into the body or rebalancing your hormone profile and trying to build muscle to keep you strong. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we uh, maybe we've lost sight of that. And the problem is the fitness industry wants people to be in the gym all the time. Um, and the reality is to, to get those results, if you train smart, you don't have to be a slave to the gym. Mm -hmm. You have to understand nutrition, sleep, all these other things. Right. And once you get those right, you just add in a small amount of very good quality exercise yeah. and you will get the results you want. But going to the gym and repeating the same stuff all the time is just not going not not gonna gonna to allow you to achieve your goals. So <clears throat> it sounds like you definitely have a more full life cycle approach when it comes to this. So um, what, how, how does the work you do in biomechanics help impact people's stress levels? Well, if we go back to breathing, if you're, if you're dysfunctionally breathing because you're tight and you've got posture problems, the signals that you're sending to the body, to the brain, through the nervous system... Basically, you're, t you're telling your body you're being chased by a tiger, mm. right? That's, in effect, what, what, the, what the body is feeling. Yeah. So you may not feel a thing. You, you, like we said, after years of being sat at a desk, it's very normal not, right. to, not to breathe properly. Right. You don't even know. People don't even know they're not breathing properly. Mm -hmm. But if that's extended, you're going to cause stress and anxiety on the body and the nervous system mm -hmm. that's going to cause hormonal imbalances within the body yeah. and and even you know for for someone who's very stressed weight gain can come purely from anxiety oh and i'm a testament to that yeah <laughs> a, a, and even if they've got every other aspect of their life right mm -hmm. because simply because they can't breathe and they're not getting oxygen to their body and nutrients to their body and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're causing this stress that causes, basically you're putting yourself into a disease state, which is why sitting for long periods is such a, a danger for your health if you're not doing anything away from, you know, the desk. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, love, I love that you said how stress puts you yeah. into a disease state because yeah. it's a core issue and yeah. it's, it's not... Um, being addressed enough as mm. an as the epidemic that it is. Yeah. I I'd be interested to to see how beyond. Of course, you, you mentioned even uh, nutrition. Yeah. Right. Um, in the fitness world, you often have people who are like keto this to death, or um, you, you know, try to balance and count every single calorie, and like that's an mm. exhausting. That's another thing to do on top of just life, right? How do you, what's your approach to nutrition um, from the biomechanics area? Yeah, so, so, that, so my approach has changed drastically over, <laughs> over 20 years. Um, when I got qualified as a, as a personal trainer, uh, part of the, the diploma was uh, to be a nutritional advisor. And a lot of what I, I got taught, I tried to implement with clients. Mm -hmm. 
And after about 18 months to two years, I, I looked at things and realized that maybe 2% of my clients were getting results. Now I know they were training all right. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think most of the rest of their lifestyle was not too bad, but they weren't, their body wasn't changing as they wanted or as I was expecting. So I had to do a lot of digging into uh, doing my own research into nutrition. And uh, it's, it's a minefield of misinformation. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, if you, I, I like to take things back to our ancestors, right? Mm -hmm. None of our ancestors counted calories. They didn't know what calories were. <laughs> they just ate. Right. And they, they ate natural foods. Right. Uh, they ate fats, they ate proteins, they ate certain carbs depending on the season. Mm -hmm. And so if you if you take that as a as a starting point, uh, well, that's probably too far back for most people. But if you just take out processed food, mm -hmm. food that is full of additives, preservatives and things like that, mm -hmm and you start to clean your diet out that way, that's the first thing. Right. So people, you know, unless you've got an abundance of money, you're going to need to start learning how to cook for yourself. You're going to need to learn how to make pasta sauce and all the things that you would buy maybe from a, from a shop because we, we're all limited with time. Right. You actually have to, people have to take responsibility for themselves and learn how to cook. Uh, learn how to just look at something and know that's about what they need. Mm -hmm. Keeping it simple, you know, right. a, a good portion of protein is about the size of your fist. Right. So rather than trying to count calories, which is the most brain-numbing thing <laughs> that we ever thought about doing, and it's unrealistic, that's, that's not how the body works. Correct. So we have to look at it and go, right, let's just simplify it. Let's start part one. Get rid of as much processed food as possible. Mm -hmm. Then you can start to, to look at. And so I, I say to clients, I will give you as much information as you can handle when it comes to nutrition. Mm -hmm. I can drip feed it to you. I can give it all in one go. The reality is people need, they're on their own journey. Yes. It takes time. Yes. It takes time to learn how to eat properly, how to cook properly, how to maybe meal prep. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and there's some really good food food um, delivery companies out there as well nowadays, especially in Dubai. Yeah. Um, if you if you have the money and you don't have if you're time poor, then those are good options too. Absolutely. But I think we, we kind of have to take responsibility I, for I for our whole well being, and you. and nutrition is for me is the most important. Absolutely. And that's the starting point. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, in, in the grand scheme of things, the mindset, yeah. I think, is, is, is critical across the board because yeah. you cannot have um, even taking this approach to wellness. Yeah. It's impossible to do without, one, being, being able to say, I am accountable for this journey, yeah. right? And I have to be the one that's ready to take that step and peel back that onion layer yeah. every single time. So Agreed. I imagine in, in what you do with biomechanics, yep. you are probably dealing a lot with people's mentality as well and peeling back those onion layers. Yep. Talk about that a bit, kind of what that journey looks like, because it goes beyond just training. Yeah. <clears throat> For me, uh, look, every client's different. Mm -hmm. uh, what I do is 
useless if the client isn't prepared to do some homework. Mm-hmm. My the, the greatest results I've had with clients that have, have had chronic pain are those people that are, in fact, they're the best clients to have because they are motivated the most. Yeah. Someone's got a little niggle, you know, they'll wait until it becomes chronic before yeah. they, they do anything about it. Those people that have got chronic pain, they are they are very motivated to get rid of that pain. Yes. And so usually they're the best clients. They're the ones that do their homework as I, uh, as I require, as I ask of them. And they're the ones that get the quickest results. And they're the people that I have to see the less, the mm-hmm. least amount of time. Mm-hmm. The, 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 I, I like to see people as little as possible. Mm-hmm. If they're coming to see me just to get out of pain. or That's to, a very different way of thinking. You yeah, want to see 100%. <laughs> people are shocked. So when do I see you again? You, I've given you all the information, you know, unless you want personal training now. Right. If it's if you've just come for to be pain free and you I've given you all the information you need. Right. Go away and practice. Yeah. Now, I know what's going to happen for 90 percent of people. They're going to go away. They're going to get themselves moving better and pain free. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to ditch the exercises. Yep. And then the pain's going to come back and I'll get a message. Hey, uh, you know, like. I was pain-free and now, uh, you know, those pains are coming back. And I'm like, remember the stuff that you were doing before? <laughs> it still works. Right. Go back to it. Go back and go back and do homework. Right. You know, if you're, if you're 8 to 12 hours at a desk sitting down on a, on a laptop, you, there is there's some balance. There's some, you have to repay that issue. Right. And this is not something that, we ever get taught when we're growing up and going through school, et cetera. But if you, if you plan to be sat at a desk for a job, if you want longevity, you want to have quality uh, adult life and not be in pain, you need to pay back. Right. Um, so though, like I said, those clients that are in chronic pain, they're, they're my favorite clients because if I can get them out or teach them, teach them mm-hmm. most importantly, how to get, get themselves out of pain and I've seen them and I'm done and they're pain-free, that's job satisfaction for me. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's a very full circle yeah. kind of thing yeah. because typically in, in the traditional medicine yeah. field, they want you on a specific kind of thing so you keep coming back to them again and again. Even trainers, right? It's like, oh, come back and see me. And it's like yeah. six, eight months later, yeah. but you're, you're like, I want you here and I want you focused. I want you to yeah. get the result. Don't come back and see me if you don't need to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a very, very different way. It's very different. It's 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 different, and it's difficult for people to comprehend as well. Because I've had clients that have, you know, been getting treatment for X amount of time. Yeah, and you know, there's there's a few missing links with with certain treatments. But basically, I've had a lot of client, clients that are shocked that they're done and dusted after three three hours, and and I've taught them all they need to know. They're like, but when do I come back? And I'm like. Well, you're not in pain now, so what's, what's go and enjoy your life, <laughs> you know. Unless you want to start personal training and you want to, you know, you have a a, a goal, a focus from a from an exercise point of view, a physical point of view. I, my job's done. Yeah, carry on and, and go and enjoy yourself. That's amazing. That 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 blows a few people's minds. I can imagine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can I have, imagine. Yeah. So, um, with the training that you do. Um, is it always in person or is it virtual as well? Usually it's uh, personal, okay. but obviously during COVID, 
I, I was working with people in the UK mm-hmm. on Zoom. Uh, I was working with people in Pakistan, uh, Canada, even in Dubai. I, I had clients that we were on Zoom. Yeah. Um, uh, if, you know, if I've got a client that I've been working with for some time, I really don't mind training them on Zoom if, if required, if they're traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I haven't seen them before, I would prefer like, like the initial consultation one-to-one. Yeah. So I can do the assessments properly. Yeah. But I've been able to modify them and, we, and I've come up with solutions. Um, so yeah, we've we've been able to 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 work through that that difficult time, um, with some great results. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, what what do you think is going to happen moving forward? Because we're seeing the world changing yeah. right before us. Right. Yeah. We're getting more sedentary. People are working from home more often, or they're hustling even yeah. more aggressively than before. Right. Stress levels are increasing. Yeah. Um, this doesn't look like a good way forward. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's a, that's a very complicated uh, question. Um, I will try. I will try and not be too uh, controversial. <laughs> but I, I think, uh, I think personally, I think the 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 medical industry, the wellness industry. I think at some point, people will want something different. Mm-hmm. There will be a, an evolution to to all of those things. Um, I think nutrition will, I hopefully will change, but again, it comes down to education. Right. In my opinion, we should be teaching our kids at school about nutrition. Agree. There should be more exercise. It should be a, a daily event for kids because if they don't get a chance outside of school, school is the perfect environment. And also exercise is going to get them get their brain working better too. Absolutely. So I think it's education across the board. I personally, I don't think, I, I don't know the last time I went to see a doctor. I don't intend to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to see a doctor. I mean, maybe I need a knee operation, but that's <laughs> that's an old old injury that, you know, is, is just, uh, you know, something that I need to deal with. But, you know, I think we need to become responsible for our own health and well-being. Yes. There's so much information out there now uh, it's confusing. Yes. But I think people, if they're really interested, they can navigate that and they can find a solution for themselves. Or they can find someone like myself that can give them a little push in the right direction. Right. And then they can go and explore. And we've talked about this before just yeah. a bit. There's so much information yeah. out there that people can't quite distill what they should implement Agreed. versus not. Yeah. Right? So give some ideas maybe some tips on a ways that people can better distill and discern the information that's out there well i think uh <laughs> again i'll try i'll try <laughs> and navigate this question uh sensibly but i i mean i again you 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 need to be interested in your own wellness right. your own health and well-being once you've got that if you've got that and you're you're not relying on uh, going to see a doctor, having medication, um, you know, you're prepared to learn how to cook if you don't know how to cook. You have to go out there and explore and find information. I, I've, like I said, when I got into the industry, I was given some information about nutrition. Mm-hmm. 
And I realized that not much of it was relevant to the average person. Mm. And I've spent 20 years now researching nutrition because it's something that I'm interested in, uh, passionate about. And I think all wellness comes from... That's your medicine. Yes, food is our medicine. Food, yeah, exactly. So I think people should start with nutrition. Mm -hmm. Look at that first. If they think that they're not feeling energized, if if they're not looking like they want to look, if they're carrying more body fat than they want to, then nutrition is the first point of call, in my opinion. Yes. Then sleep, and then there's a whole other host of things that I talk about with clients, but nutrition, sleep, and get moving. Mm -hmm. No matter where you are in your fitness journey, if you've never done anything, just go for a walk. Mm -hmm. Especially now the winter's coming. I know, right? Weather's way better here. And we've got some (laughs) amazingly big malls that you can walk around without spending any money if you don't want to. (laughs) But just get moving, because that's the first thing. Every step you take... You're pumping blood around your body mm-hmm. and you're reoxygenating that blood and you're taking yourself out of a diseased state. Yes. And if you do nothing else, walking is amazing. If you can walk on the beach and get grounded, yes. That's another that's amazing another topic, right? That's another topic for another day. <laughs> maybe with a with a, uh, someone who knows more about grounding than me. But literally those things, nutrition, sleep. Get moving. Yeah. Just get moving. Absolutely. Absolutely. Reese, this has been wonderful. This is really, I think, I think it's, it's a great intro for people to comprehend the necessity of, if you want to get involved with something like biomechanics, you first have to decide that I am taking control of my life. Someone external of me no longer has control over that. And that begins the path to so many other amazing avenues to help you find your calm. I agree. Thank you for joining us and sharing your information today. Thank you.